0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Heading for Victory, or Getting the Most Out of Life, by Orson Sweat Martin, published in 1920. Don't be a copy. The dreamers are the builders. The woman and man with an idea has ever changed the face of the world. Ideas go booming through the world louder than a cannon. Thoughts are mightier than armies. Principles have achieved more victories than weapons of war. Many people have failed to do their biggest thing because they were duplicates instead of originals. They tried to be somebody else instead of themselves and ended up being nobodies. You can be effective only when you are yourself. When you try to be somebody else, you are a weakling. All imitated work is evidence of a lack of ability. It is a confession that one cannot do as well as the originator. A great many people remain trailers all their lives, followers of others, imitators, mere echoes, because their distinctive qualities Their original powers were never called out or developed. Everywhere we see men and women who can do almost anything, but do not seem able to think for themselves. They can imitate and copy others, go along beaten tracks, but they never dream of doing anything on their own initiative. They never do original things, because they do not think. A large proportion of people are like phonographs or parrots. They simply repeat the thoughts and opinions of others. Their lives run in grooves. They do things automatically, and get along fairly well until they are called upon to think along new lines, or act independently. Then they are lost, because their thinking has no groove to run in. They work until they hit their limitations, and then there is no more forward progress. Everything outside of their little groove is as sterile and dry as the Sahara Desert. We all know people who never seem to belong to themselves, who never really own themselves. They are manipulated by their parents when children, and then by their spouse when married. They never develop any sense of independence, self-reliance, or initiative. They never feel free to carry out their own wishes, to do what they want to do. It is always what somebody else wants to do. If these people ever go anywhere, they go with their spouse. They have lost sight of the fact that there is a time for yielding gracefully to a spouse's wishes a time for amicable concessions. But the yielding and conceding must be mutual, not all on one side. The woman or man who is a mush of concessions lacks force and individuality. Everyone, no matter how humble, has something to give to the world, they cannot give that something if they are not simply and squarely themselves. Every life ought to be a declaration of individuality, of independence, of something new, something different from all others. There is nothing which gives such an impression of strength as a marked individuality. To say that one has a strong, vigorous individuality is the same as saying that one is original, resourceful, able, and interesting. But when we meet a person who makes no particular impression upon us, so that we think of them only as one more person we have met, there is not likely to be much mentality or original force there. There is nothing that will make you develop so strongly along the entire line of your ability as absolute self-reliance, confidence in your own judgment, thoughts and ideas, how often we see lives completely changed, revolutionized by a new idea, which has acted like a leaven in their nature. And how often do we see institutions, which have failed to progress, which are losing their virility and usefulness because they cling to outworn methods, old ideas. The surest way to secure failure is to stand still or imitate someone else. There is no real growth except original growth. This is creative, not imitative. The man or woman who tries to be somebody else never attains full growth. They are only an imitation and are viewed as such. The world does not mistake a copy for the original. People who carry weight in the world are satisfied to be themselves. They are not trailers or imitators. They may not be geniuses, but they are real, genuinely themselves. Individuality, the spirit of independence, the courage and character which respects its own powers and is determined to rely upon them, the qualities which characterize a leader, or any forceful effect of personality can be cultivated in every human being. Every child should be taught from the start to think for themselves, to rely as far as possible on their own judgment. Do not try to make your child another you. One is enough, but help them become an independent, self-reliant, individual being. A copy, whether of a person or a picture, always lacks the strength of the original. There may be an infinitely greater person in your son or daughter than in the father or mother. The Creator has planned the child for a totally different service. One great flaw in our present educational system is its failure to develop individuality. Boys and girls with most diverse tastes and talents are put through the same curriculum. True education is unfoldment, the calling out of possibilities, the development of original and individual talent, fostering self-reliance, encouraging and stimulating the power of initiative, cultivating all the human faculties, and exercising, strengthening, and buttressing them. Society needs leaders and originators more than it needs followers and imitators. We have more than enough of those. We have more than enough of those who are willing to copy and lean on others. We want our young people to depend on themselves. We want them to be so educated that their qualities of leadership, their originality, and their individuality will be emphasized and strengthened instead of obliterated. We all must till our own little spot of ground or we shall starve. The human soil is full of all kind of potencies, which will respond in proportion to its cultivation. We cannot borrow even a kernel of mind wheat from our neighbor. Our growth of manhood or womanhood, our moral and mental proportions, will be in exact proportion to the effort we put forth ourselves. What our fathers and mothers have raised on their plot of ground will not keep us from starvation. Although their barns and bins may be overflowing, we cannot touch them. It is only self-deception to think we can. We cannot add one particle of strength to our muscles or power to our brain by what others do or have done for us. We must stand or fall upon our own record, not that of anyone else. All leaders have ever been precedent-breakers. Fearlessness and originality are characteristic of men and women of progress. They always look forward, not backward, toward the light of the future, not toward the twilight of the past. They hold their minds open, receptive to new ideas. But to the crowd of imitators, a new idea, a thing that has not been done before, a new way of doing an old task, is looked upon with suspicion. They are afraid to think along new lines, to blaze a new trail. They want to follow the beaten road, to do things the way they've always been done. This timidity... This habit of leaning on the past, or accepting as final what someone else has done along any line, has kept many otherwise bright minds from doing great things. If you are a leaner, a copier, a hanger-on, always waiting for somebody else to take the lead, to think for you, to tell you what to do and how to do it, you will never exert much influence in your homework community. It is the mind that thinks its own thoughts, that is creative. It is the original mind that makes one a vital living force. Imitation is negative, all negative things. Negative thinking, such as doubting one's ability, hesitating to trust one's own opinion or judgment, hesitating to undertake things, the habit of putting things off, waiting for more favorable conditions fearing to begin, reconsidering one's decisions, vacillating, all these are deadly enemies of originality and initiative. It does not matter how humble your sphere. You can elevate it by being natural, by being yourself. You can put the stamp of superiority upon whatever you do by doing it in an original way, in an individual way. In the spirit of a master, you were made to be an originator, not an imitator. As a child of God, with Godlike powers and possibilities, you were not intended to follow sheep like in someone else's footsteps. The progress of civilization is due to the precedent-breakers, the brave men and women who dared to be original dared to step out of the crowd and think and act for themselves. Now it is your turn.
1: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.